Hello, 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 and welcome back to Queer Town, the podcast shining a light on Austin's queer community. My name is Mace Kerwick, and joining me is the lovely and talented Kristen Washington. Hello. And we are seated here in the Queer Town Clubhouse with the one and only Brandy Davis. Brandy, Woo-hoo. welcome to Queer Town. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. We're thrilled to have you. So I feel like you might have guested on the live variety show version mm-hmm. of Queer Town back in the day. Is that right? Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah, yeah it's good to have you back. Thank the, you. the town is uh, very different than when you were last year. Yeah, it's changed. <laughs> yeah, a lot has changed. <laughs> a lot has changed. It's Laura, like a different one. It's it, a whole different it town. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, Laura got the fuck out and moved to L.A. <laughs> yeah, good choice. I'm just kidding. She should come back. Yeah, we love Laura, and she's always welcome yeah. back here. But I think Laura uh, saw what the Texas legislature was doing and said, yeah. "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna dip out real quick." Yeah, I don't blame her at all for that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> absolutely I'm like, I'm gonna not. be here one more year and then flee away. <laughs> but I feel like the towns I want to move to, I feel like they would eat me alive. Like they just seem big. Like what? New York City and L.A. Oh um, yeah, yeah, especially for like stand-ups like yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you recently launched a new monthly show at Cold Town Theater, is that correct? Yeah, I launched it. It's called uh, Cabin Fever Comedy, mm-hmm. and it's a summer camp-themed stand-up show. So it's just stand-up, but then I have them stay on stage, and I ask them like silly little camp counselor questions, and then I do like a mid-show camp game. And so I have some of the comics come up and, and a couple audience volunteers and have them play like really stupid games you would play at camp on stage. And it's been really fun. I was kind of worried about that part because I was worried that like, you know, stand-ups would be like, I don't want to play these stupid games because sometimes stand-ups can be, we can be like that. But everybody's had a lot of fun with it and the crowd likes it. Um, and I used to be a Christian camp counselor. Wow. So, so that's kind of, <laughs> which was my favorite job ever, except I am agnostic now, but I loved doing that job. That's amazing. I think that the silence that just ensues is the two of us just processing this information. Well, I also used to do, well, it wasn't a camp counselor, but uh-huh. I, I kind of equated to the same sort of maybe experience, but I used to work at Build-A-Bear Workshop. Okay. And I used yeah. to have to do like the parties for like all these children. Yeah. And it was a blast. Like kids yeah. are so much fun sometimes. Kids are so fun and they will say the wildest stuff to you. They will. That's what's so fun about them. And terrible. Yeah, it's a, like a direct <laughs> puppeting of what their parents are saying at home. So it's like, oh, man, oh that's, that's... Or honestly, what they're watching on YouTube, mm, like specifically mm-hmm. for this generation of like kids growing up, Gen Alpha, which I kind of Oh, hate. is that what hey, they're called? That's what they're called, yeah. I don't like that. That's too much power. Right? In that name. Yeah, that uh, feels like an apex predator type <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> but for the longest... So my niece is five, and for the longest time... She would just say these random things, and I would look at my sister, and they're like, what the hell is she saying? Yeah. I don't know. Probably something in another language. I just come in her room, and she's watching random shit on YouTube. I'm like, you're okay with that? The language, it's getting more different, because I feel like sometimes Gen Z people are talking... Now, I'm sounding really old right now. I'm not. But but I hear Gen Z kids talking. And I'm like, what are they saying? They have all this new slang and I and I love it. I'm trying to learn it so I can seem hip. But it's but so I can't imagine what the alphas are saying. Well, the alphas right now are still a little bit intellig- intelligible. Like, yeah, they're children. They're, yeah. They're, <laughs> okay. Sometimes I'm like, what are you saying? OK, it doesn't matter. But you're just saying weird shit. I don't know. Yeah. But the Gen Zers, the Zoomers, I am like, what? What's happening? They're like, it's fr- giving. Oh, 
mm-hmm. hot outside. <laughs> and it is giving hot outside. It is, it is spring outside. here in Austin, Texas, but Finally. I don't know if we got the memo because it feels like summer out there. It does. Yeah. But I love summer. It's my favorite season. And I like boat parties and floating the river. And you know, we've kind of got a boat party in here thanks to our beverage sponsor, Field Trip oh, yeah. and Vodka Lemonade. The three of us are sipping on the crisp and refreshing strawberry lemonade today. So thank you, Field Trip, for supporting Queer Town. <laughs> Kristen. You know, I took a chance at the soundboard. And <laughs> oh, I thought that was going to be like uh, another like blurb about this. <laughs> no, I was looking for our, our infamous wine pour. Oh, uh, okay. That one would make a lot of sense. Listen, fam at home, it's my first one in the clubhouse of the year. I'm, okay. I'm like getting my bearings. I think it makes sense. It's like the babies are crying because they can't drink this yet. They're like, oh, no, I have to wait until I'm 21 exactly. to drink that. Yeah, beverage. it's the Gen Alpha. They're real upset. <laughs> <laughs> Tying it back to those alphas. Maybe they're called that because they're going to be the last generation. That's really sad. <laughs> they're like, we have to give them a strong name so maybe they'll make they'll it. Have a, have a shot of survival. Yeah, yeah they'll that's feel empowered to, to persevere. You know, I was thinking about that recently because I was on a first date mm-hmm. and I was like, man, in the upcoming water wars, how is this guy going to handle them? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what upcoming water war? Well, that's, I feel like, just, like, the current online dialogue of, like, there's going to be, like, water scarcity and it's going to be, like, a power um, pursuit to, I guess, have water. Uh, So, like, here I am, you know, grabbing, like, a Mezcal Palomo with someone (laughs) and I'm like, "Mm, are are you going to handle... The, the battle that will ensue. Because I don't think I will. I'm, I'm not well suited for that type of thing. Oh, no. I, would, I think I would just try to do a lot of drugs and have a lot of sex <laughs> and like, do the fun things I like real quick, and then I would just die, I think. Yeah. I think I would be like reluctantly around. Like, I think I would try to give up and then like at the last minute, my self-preservation would kick in Mm. and I just like make it not all the way, but enough to be real annoyed by it. I think you'd make it far. I I just met you, but I think so. Yeah. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think if you have that yeah, into yourself, you'd do great. I'm just like resourceful. I'm like, what about, what if we tried that? And Mm -mm. sometimes it's like a good hack. And then sometimes it's a, a child crying on a soundboard. <laughs> you know, we found a way to make that work. Yeah, so we did. <laughs> so, Brandy, I was doing just a little bit of cursory research mm-hmm. into you before you joined us today. Mm-hmm. And I realized that we have the same birthday. <gasps> the same exact birthday? April 16th. April 16th. Aries. Woo-hoo. It's Aries season. It is Aries season. Apparently we're supposed to be getting in fights or whatever because we're feisty. Yeah, we're I'm a, not a tenacious fighter, bunch. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Mm. Do you feel like you sort of connect with the general sort of characteristics that normally come with being an Aries or they say come with being an Aries? Well, people either, whenever I tell them they're Aries, they're like, you're an Aries? Or they're like, oh, Aries. You know, it's like one of those. So sometimes I wonder if it doesn't fit me, but I know a lot of, because I feel like maybe people think of Aries as just being like rageful, wrathful, fire monsters but i think actually a lot of the areas i know are super sweeties like i can get riled up don't rile me up (laughs) you can tell by how the way i say that i'm so threatening but um i think some of it i feel like i do like fire physically (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, physically, I am very attracted to fire. Wrong I am a moth it. to a flame. Me too. I love it. And I love getting really, really close to it when I'm at parties and stuff. And people are always like, Brandy. And I'm <laughs> like, what? And I'm always like, oh, I feel like I would be so comfortable in hell. Because <laughs> 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 it feels good. But, and I feel like it's like things about, um, what are they? What about us? We take the lead? Aries take the lead? Yeah, we're very, um, I think, uh, assertive mm -hmm. with what we want. But I always sort of wonder, I, I feel like all of these attributes of Aries are like how you would define like the most annoying person in your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, whoever wrote this back in the day just like had a really shitty mm -hmm. friend who mm -hmm. happened to be an Aries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a bad breakup. And they're like, I'm just going to oh, yeah. talk shit about this. Yeah. It's also how like uh, people allege that Aries and Scorpios have fantastic sex together, mm -hmm. but we have nothing else in common. Mm -hmm. But I have a lot of friends who are Scorpios, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't think any of us would be mm -hmm. sexual compatible. Mm -hmm. Have you tried? I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> you know, I have had sex with Scorpios before, and it has been great. Mm -hmm. um, and then I could not stand being in the same room with them. So okay. fortunately, that element did. So it sounds track. true. I also feel like, I mean, not to, not just because I'm an Aries, not trying to brag, but I feel like Aries would be good at sex because yeah. because we're passionate. I mean, I don't know, uh, you know, general consensus, but personally, I feel like I enjoy having sex. Oh, yeah. I am a big sex head. <laughs> I, I Is that what they call it these yeah, days? No, that can't be right. It sounds weird. <laughs> you know what? That's what what are we it. bringing back already? We're bringing back Gaywad. Why not bring to the conversation sex head? Wait, what's Gaywad? Laura's trying to bring back Gaywad. I don't remember it. I don't know if we should remember it oh okay <laughs> so gaywad was like a slur oh as far no. as like middle schoolers oh like, sup gaywad oh and God. at least like that was laura's use of it and i was like oh Sounds yeah, childish. it's like it, yeah it didn't trigger anything personally for me mm -hmm. so if you're listening to this at home i'm sorry if it did for you but it's just a very like funny thing to think mm -hmm. about doing in like a i don't know like sexual way where it's like hey gaywad oh if you uh, have any experience with Gaywad at home, hit us up. Hit us up. Send us a little Instagram message, and we want to hear from you. Yeah, we'd love to know more about your experience with Gaywad. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like one you could reclaim pretty easily, maybe. Yeah, I, I think I think Laura's on to something. I think we should all be uh, doing it in our own time and in our own way. Yeah. The episode where we were experiencing uh, with the, the term felt very... Um, I don't want to say natural, but I don't, I can't think of a, another word fast enough. So it felt very natural. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, we've got Emmy in the center of the three of us now, just begging for Sporting. attention. Does this one also like to be uh, on the pod? Oh, yeah. They both love it. Emmy is in like a very uh, me, me, me um, mm. phase right now. So I love they love attention. Her. She deserves it. She does. She's often more of, you know, like a, a kitty in the, the shadows. Mm -hmm. And here she is saying, okay, you know what? I deserve my time too. Yeah, absolutely. So, we love you here, Emmy. We love you, Emmy. Uh, so, Brandy, mm -hmm. we had chatted very briefly about yeah. you bringing something to share yes. with Kawash and I, and I'm very curious to see what you might have brought. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because it asked me, asked me to share something <laughs> to mm -hmm. teach you, yeah. and I was like, I don't know much about anything, but I do know a lot about lesbians uh -huh. and uh, lesbian relationships. 
And that's all I know about except uh, doing stand up. Yeah, because you just hard launched a new relationship of your own. Oh, yeah, I did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, <laughs> this is hard launched. Yeah, hard launched. that's what the kids say now, oh. apparently. Is that the same thing as making it like Facebook official? I think it would. I think it would have like replaced that. Yeah, yeah. Because right. yeah, like you're no longer like entering relationships on Facebook, but you are sharing, you know, like cute, fun photos on mm -hmm. Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what a. I don't think I was familiar with what a soft launch is, but that's where you just show like I guess. Well, everyone may already know this, but where you show like little pictures of their limbs and stuff. Yeah. Like their, well, their hands. And I stuff. was soft launched a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. It felt really validating. Oh, cool. It so was, what was it? It was a second date. Oh, and, wow. That's uh, quick. My my hand. Uh -huh. And. And I was tagged, but the funny thing is you couldn't see the tag. Hmm. So I was like, is this just like a for me thing Yeah. <laughs> to let me know Probably. that I was soft launched? Yeah, I'd say so. Probably, yeah. Probably so. If you saw Mace in the tagged photo, also <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> Someone would have to really know you. They'd have to know what your hands look like to recognize you. Yeah, I now I do have this one tattoo on my uh right hand. So, uh -huh. um but I don't think that was in frame. I think it was my my left hand that was in frame. How convenient. How convenient. Yes. Uh where in the world? That's extra mysterious that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh whose sexy hand is that? <laughs> uh but yeah, you okay. are much. So okay. yeah, your your relationship is out in the open. Yeah. Yeah, it yep. is. This is actually the first relationship that I've like publicly posted anything about or announced or anything. Oh my god, amazing. How does it yeah. feel? Um, good. Well, everybody everybody wrote really sweet little comments um, and some really cool, like really nice pals and just like cool people in the community were like, love this. Y'all are cute. And so uh, that was really sweet. And then, yeah, since I've been seeing my friends, everybody's like, ooh, hard lunch. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of my friends was like, oh, romantic on the main or whatever. And I was like, yeah. Well, it's exciting yeah, because it exciting. your partner is someone who's also in the Austin comedy scene. Yeah. And so it's just cool to see that kind of, um, you know, connection uh, yeah. within our, our own people. Yeah, it was really nice. And uh, yeah, because we've kind of been in the same circles for a bit. Because, yeah, she does improv, and I do stand-up, but I used to do improv, but I wasn't very good at it, so I got out of there. But I did, uh, she was in this show called Big Gay Musical, and I did, like, tech for it, but we didn't really, like, talk that much then. But then, how things Wait, got kicked off, should I talk about this? I, if you want to, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, so, she invited me to her birthday, and I never say no to a party. Uh -huh. I always say yes, if I can make it. And so, her birthday party, though, was at the same day as Beyonce's birthday, which is my second favorite holiday after Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah very important. <laughs> very important day. So, I had been, like, dancing to Beyonce all day at a brewery, uh, like, drinking beer, having edibles, dancing to Beyonce. And I really had no business going to this party because I was, like, messed up from, you know. And it was, like, a funeral-themed birthday party, like, uh, so, like the death of her youth. And oh, so I thought like everyone's okay. going to be wearing like black kind of casual, but I walk in, it's like decked out goth. Everybody's in like big goth dresses and clothes. And it's really cool. And like there's funeral themed food and stuff. 
Um, and I walked in looking like a slut. Because <laughs> I've been dancing to Beyonce all day. So I was wearing this like tiny little muscle tank top, like showing off my guns or whatever. And like little tight booty pants. And um, so yeah, she was like, pr- I was pretty drunk. And she was kind of drunk because it was her birthday, but she was just like really hitting on me. She was like, you're so hot. I was like taking photos of me. And then I went out to, the- I wonder if she'd hate that I was saying this. It's probably fine. Um, and then I went out to her porch and it was raining. And she was like, did you come out here so that the rain would be glistening on your, on your muscles? But I was so bad at flirting back because I was so high um, for dancing to be on the only. So I was just like, oh, like, thank you. Like, I was just not giving anything. Um, and then she slid in my DMs and went on a date. Uh, she was like, I want to take you on drinks, like a date. And I loved that. Like, this is what it is. Because, um, yeah, I tend to be pretty attracted to, like, boss femme baddies. Which Ooh, I would say she falls that, definitely in that category. That's a hot tape. Yeah. And so, yeah, we went on a nice cocktail date and... We've been seeing each other for like six months. Holy shit, yeah. six months? Yeah, first day was September 20th. Wow. She wrote it in her calendar, which wow. I didn't, because she's type A and I'm type B. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wait, y'all were like pretty stealth, at least with like the social media presence. Oh, yeah. I don't like, I don't, I don't post a ton typically, mm-hmm. or relationship-wise, unless, yeah, it's kind of serious, I guess. Yeah, it's hard to know because mm-hmm. I've been in some relationships that, you know, have been somewhere in the three to six month mark. And like that's uh-huh. totally like when it would be appropriate. Uh-huh. But then, you know, maybe a week later that relationship no longer exists. Yeah, that could happen. It happened to me. <laughs> oh, man, it happened to you. <laughs> happened oh, to man. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like y'all have like a really strong foundation, at least from what I'm observing from my, you know, third party perspective. Yeah, I feel that way. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm really nice. Also, this is a random takeaway, but I did not know that you did tech for Big Gay Musical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever I was in high school, I was like a theater kid, but I wasn't good enough at acting to get cast in anything. So I did a lot of like lights tech and sound tech. So that's what happened uh, in this, basically. (laughs) I wasn't cast in the show, so I did that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I love stand up a lot more. It's always just felt more like it's come to me naturally. Mm, And that's important. yeah. 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 Okay, wait, but speaking oh, of things that come to you naturally, lesbian relationships. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I basically just Googled a ton of what I think are the most interesting lesbian relationships that okay. maybe people don't know happened. And so I kind of went, like, back old and then to the more recent ones. Uh, <laughs> but it's kind of just going to be, like, this person dated this person. <laughs> like, I don't have a ton of backstory. Hot I, guys I just, <laughs> from the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, some of them are kind of older. But, um, <laughs> Mary Magdalene dated <laughs> Jesus's <laughs> secret sister. I don't know. No, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible's gay. Okay, anyways. Um, well, okay. Y'all may know about this one. Don't you know if this isn't. Holland Taylor and Sarah Paulson? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're Each classic. Yes. They're classic. They're one that's interesting because they have a big age gap mm-hmm. of like Holland Taylor's 80 and Sarah Paulson's 48. So it's like a 32 year age gap. But Whoa, that's kind of crazy because I am not yet 32. Mm-hmm. So that would okay. mean. <laughs> Glad to hear. <laughs> okay, you're like, what, like a year older than me. That's interesting. Let's go I'm with that. <laughs> uh, but they met at a party back in 2005. And Paulson said she was instantly blown away by Taylor's uh, beauty. Uh, but she was dating Cherry Jones at the time. Oh, that, and there was also an age gap with that relationship. Yeah. Us lesbians love the the age gaps. And I think it's because we all have mommy or and or daddy issues. 
Probably. A lot. Yeah. I shouldn't say all. That's a big generalization, but I know that I have both. So, um, and then, <laughs> okay. So then Jodie Foster, she dated this photographer, Alexandra Hedison, who before that had dated Ellen DeGeneres. Whoa. So she dated Ellen DeGeneres from 2000 to 2004, and then she married Jodie Foster, dated her in 2014, and then married her like a year later. Whoa. Okay. Small town. Wait, Jodie yeah. Foster is married to a woman? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, Jodie Foster. Like, wait, is this the right Jodie? I'm sure you're right. I just didn't know. Oh, I, yeah. See, this is why it's fun. She's a lesbian. I think Jodie Foster soft launched being a lesbian. Yes. She definitely was like pretty quiet. But yeah, she did also, I mean, she dated somebody named Sydney Bernard, Kelly McGinnis, Julian Sands. I don't know any of these girls. So that's why I didn't talk about them. They're not famous. You don't but know Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Big Kelly head over here. <laughs> but then I feel like where it gets interesting is like Carrie Brownstein and Annie Clark. Because though they dated each other, but they've also dated a lot of like hot, cool people. They have. And they're also, well, no, maybe they're not an age gap. But Carrie Brownstein dated, yeah, Annie Clark of St. Vincent. Mm -hmm. And then she also dated, uh, this is a rumor, but a rumor of Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. What? Who's supposedly straight, but also supposedly these two dated. I mean, so maybe Taylor Schilling was very convincing in yeah. Orange is the New Black. Yeah. It wasn't acting. That's what I say about every woman who's playing a gay role. <laughs> um, and then Gary Brownstein also apparently rumored today Abby, Abby Jacobson from, from Broad City. City. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I think I had heard rumblings of this. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> see, this is, I'm just listing off all these lesbian relationships like a grocery list. <laughs> but I also prep for this in like 30 minutes, which is <laughs> honestly disrespectful. But that is what happened. Uh, but then Annie Clark also dated Cara Delevingne. That's another age difference. 11 years. Okay. That one I did know about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is something I get this so quick, but sometimes there are things that popped up about like what they did in their relationship. <laughs> and apparently Annie Clark uh, took... Cara Delevingne to like a male strip club for her 22nd birthday Whoa. and paid for a bunch of like lap dances there. Um, and also there's like a cute photograph of those two where they're like shooting paparazzi with water guns. <laughs> I, I tried to say water guns really quickly. <laughs> the, yeah. So they're all like, like laughing the paparazzi with water guns, but they're like, we're a cute gay couple. <laughs> That's honestly so cute. Like That's it's so a Cara really cute photo. I feel like she brings like the mm -hmm. chaos. In oh, any sort of situation she's in. Mm -hmm. She seems chaotic for sure. I mean, yeah. she was doing that really weird stuff to Meg the Stallion on the red carpet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like playing with her clothes and stuff. I didn't like that. When she was also <laughs> in that very odd Amazon Prime show, Carnival Row. Oh, I didn't which, see that. It was like her and Orlando Bloom is like steamy lovers in this like... Um, Be careful, Mace. <laughs> You've already offended me several times with my faves <laughs> on this show. Wait, did you watch Carnival Row? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because, I do love Orlando Bloom. Because I need to come out as someone who did watch Carnival Row. I think I knew that about you. Yeah. Uh -huh. it I was, didn't know that that... I've never heard of that. I highly, <laughs> highly recommend getting excessively stoned and watching oh, okay. it. It has probably the biggest budget for a show that was maybe also written in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it just as much prep as me. Um, 
I don't know. Anna, I think Annie Clark dated some other people, but those are all I have. <laughs> <laughs> she still was like, yeah, I just got her. Okay, but this is one that I think a lot of people don't know, which is that this is more of a historic one. Oh, okay. But of recent. <laughs> Not of like BC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tracy Chapman dated Alice Walker. What the fuck? Yeah, Tracy Chapman. Everyone knows her. <laughs> I don't know what I was about to say. A fast car. Mm-hmm. And then Alice Walker. Color Purple, like amazing Pulitzer Prize winning author. Yeah. They apparently dated for a little bit in the 90s. Wow. I feel like a lot of people don't know about that one. I did not know about that. And I think that's really precious. And that's an age difference, like a 20 year age difference. Tracy being younger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That, that's really wild. I yeah, because they had... they're just such, like, they're both such le- legends. Yeah. And, but in different, you know, realms. And then that's just such a power couple. I bet they had fantastic dinner parties. Oh, yeah. Like, take me to that right now. Yeah, because, like, great conversation. Maybe they're both great conversationalists, but I think of, like, novelists. If they're, well, I think of them as being good conversationalists. No? <laughs> no, we, I say we. I'm not. I'm you are a writer? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, well, then, yeah, you would know. <laughs> Whether y'all are good or not at talking. <laughs> I like talking, but I also don't like talking about myself so okay like if i guess a dinner party situation would be pretty cool because mm-hmm. they are in entertainment mode and i yeah i like putting on like a little show for people mm-hmm. but start asking me questions mm-hmm. shut okay down. but I'm, I'm a cancer i don't okay. know if that, i don't know what that means but i, was, <laughs> I would hope was hoping i'd get like oh yeah that makes sense Oh, no. I f- feel like this could be an Aries quality and that, like, I only know about my own. Yeah. We're, we're self-centered. I also only know about my own and then people I've had crushes on. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll always do, like, a, a search um, whenever I'm, like, a few weeks into a new relationship. I'm like, oh, how what's your birthday? Just casually asking. <laughs> yeah. I like to put it in my calendar. <laughs> co-star. Yeah, co-star. Exactly. Yeah. But then it always says that you're only supposed to be compatible with like one or two other signs, and that just can't be true. It can't. Like be when true. you Google it, they're like, "You're compatible with just Pisces," and it's like, okay. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but like, in in what world, right? Like, yeah. there's so many situational factors that influence these things. Very true. I heard recently that you're most compatible to your opposed or the same moon sign of your sun sign, so you would be compatible with an Aries moon person. Oh, interesting. Huh. I learned that from Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield of all people. My God. <laughs> wow. The actor who used to be Spider-Man <laughs> among other things. <laughs> I only have two more couples. Let's hear them. Okay. So yeah. the, the other one is, um, well, Tig Notaro. Yeah, I, I didn't give any context on any of these other people. I was like, oh, I really know. And then you know, I, I think our audience would know. Famous lesbians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Stephanie Elaine, or I don't know how to say her last name, but she has like long red hair and she was in the new uh, series, Elward Generation Q, in the new one. Yeah, and uh, she's an improviser, I think. Yeah, and I really like their story because, well, Stephanie identified as straight, and then they were on this movie together, and they became really good friends. They were, like, texting all the time, hanging out all the time, and then they went to a dinner, and apparently, you know, they were having all the chemistry flirting, and Tig kissed Stephanie, and then later, Stephanie sent this long text to Tig Notaro being like, oh, uh, 
you know, I adore you. I love our friendship, but I'm straight. But it was like a big, long thing. And then apparently Tignataro just responded back. Okay, Dyke. (laughs) 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 And then now they're married with two boys. Um, (laughs) So I love that story, but I hate that story because sometimes that story makes me think like, oh yeah, so sometimes whenever things are being flirty with me and a straight girl, I'm like, oh, but what if it's like a Tig and Stephanie situation? But that's not good because usually it's not like that. Usually it's heartbreak. Yeah, usually it's um, uh, reading between lines that do not exist. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That'll get you. Yeah. Um, oh, that's fascinating. I didn't know about the text thing. That's fucking hysterical. Because uh, yeah. what a gay thing to like pour your heart out, but also maybe like try to be putting up like walls at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and I had one more couple actually. It's Chriselle and G Flip, but everyone knows about that right now. Because it's oh, like yeah. the hot goss. Chriselle and who? G Flip. I don't think I know this person. G Flip is like part of this new, well, <laughs> they're like these kind of, they make toxic lesbian music. They made this song. What is it? Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm freaking <laughs> blanking on this song. But, oh, only gay for me. It's called Gay for Me. Gay for Me. And it's like a rock song about, yeah. Anyways, and so, and then, yeah, Chriselle of that Selling Sunset or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's an age difference. But apparently they met because G Flip invited her to be in her music video. And I was like, that is a really... <laughs> That's a really cool way to connect with a famous person you have a crush on. Like, just yeah. call someone random. I mean, maybe they didn't have a crush at the time, but then being like, hey, can you be in my music video? And then hit it off. Well, and I th- Fun date idea. Chris Shell <laughs> have, like, a kind of tongue-in-cheek coming out thing where she was, like, uh, filming herself, and it was like, uh, I'm in the closet. And then she, like, steps out of the closet mm-hmm. And I can't remember like what the button was for that, mm-hmm. but it was basically like her being like, and like, yeah, the rumors are true about me and G Flip. Wow. That Is sounds corny and woman? fun. <laughs> 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 that oh. sounds like a straight person that just oh, came absolutely. out. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 100%. <laughs> remember this coming out of the car. <laughs> yeah, remember that archaic phrase? <laughs> Is Is this the same woman who used to be married to that um, actor from This Is Us? Justin Hartley. Yeah. Uh, the fact that that came to mind, I <laughs> yeah. would imagine yes. <laughs> yeah, I think she was married to a man and they got divorced and then, yeah, started dating G Flip. G Flip. You know, uh, that's honestly like a great first queer relationship name mm-hmm. for someone. G Flip. It's like gay <laughs> flip. Like you're, you know. Yeah, which is what, yeah, which is what happened too. It, that's it, very it, appropriate. Yeah. Look at that. But yeah. that's just her name, their name. Yeah. yeah. Um, so from your list, who would you, if you had to pick a couple, mm-hmm. who's your fave? Well, I've always had a big crush on Carrie Brownstein because she's like so multi-talented and she seems so smart because she mm-hmm. got a degree in like linguistics or something and then she is a rocker. Oh, she also dated Corinne a little bit who was in their band. Corinne? I don't know if I know Corinne. Well, she's just in this band called that Carrie Brownstein's in called Slater Kinney. Oh, I do know Slater Kinney. Yeah, yeah. They're in that band together. They dated for like just, you know, a couple weeks or something. But, um, okay, but couple that is my favorite? Is that what you said? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah, probably. I love the idea of, yeah, Carrie Brownstein and Annie Clark. I think that's really fun. Yeah, that's a hot couple, right? Yeah, that's a hot couple. And they can both just like, they could just rock out together in their living room. They could also just write crazy, cool love songs to each other. Oh, and I'm just imagining a lot of like really like philosophical thoughts. Yeah. There's like a 
strand of hair mm-hmm. that they're just like yeah. slowly bringing out with yeah. their fingers. Yeah. <laughs> and they like do a lot of drugs together at Joshua Tree. And yes. they like write music and they talk about philosophy mm-hmm. and have pot sex and at Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds like I know where you need to go, Brandy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to New Mexico right now. That's where it's at, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's California. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but head on down to New Mexico and see what awaits you there. Yeah, <laughs> so New Mexico is great. I just had no reason to do that. I just didn't need to be like, I don't know where that's at. <laughs> I'm bad at geography. <laughs> well, what a delightful uh, walk down lesbian romance lane. Yeah. Well, folks at home, stick around because when we come back, we are going to be asking Brandy some rapid fire questions. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, welcome back to Queer Town. We are sitting down with Brandy Davis, and we are about to ask her some rapid fire questions. So, Brandy, when I was doing some background research on you, I noticed that via your Facebook profile, oh you watched four television shows. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you happen to remember which four TV shows you like on Facebook? I haven't updated Facebook since I was a child. <laughs> like, those little things, like since I made it when I was 13. I would imagine Friends. Classic. Uh Okay, there's four. There's four, yep. Friends. Okay, I'm just saying the first thing I can 30 Rock, Simpsons, How I Met Your Mother. I've never seen that show. I don't know why I said that. I can't get into my, I've never, I've never ever seen that, and I heard it was a bad ending. <laughs> That's what I heard, too. Yeah, I never saw that one. Uh, it looks like you were correct with Friends, though. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Uh, you also watched Weeds. Oh, I did yeah. love Weeds. I had a big crush on that actress. Mary Louise Parker. Yes. Yeah, pretty great. Yeah. You also watched Glee. Oh, okay. I was a theater kid, yeah. And you also watched The United States of Tara, the Tony oh. Collette show on Showtime. Well, I had, like, not terrible taste. I mean, no. I feel like two of the four of those are pretty fun. Yeah, I think these are great. And K-Wash is a huge fan oh yeah i'm also a huge <laughs> friends fan so <laughs> i like that entire list well, mm-hmm. i've never That's seen cool. the the terror show but it had cool. a very young brie larson on it oh mm-hmm. yeah oh i forgot about that yeah it, the main character has multiple personality disorder so you oh. see her like has all these different personalities it's it's good yeah but it's like very visual she'll like mm-hmm. have like an outfit change mm-hmm. with <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i wonder if that's really how it works oh and then the husband's not supposed to like sleep with any of her other identities yes but sometimes they try to yeah and she's always like <laughs> sometimes she'll be like did you sleep with deborah like, still her, but it's like not it's a very 2010 show yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. the spirit of 2010 is very alive with for that sure. one that doesn't seem like accurate for mental health <laughs> no not at all <laughs> it would probably be uh very poorly received today <laughs> yeah yeah probably good acting though <laughs> uh okay fill in the blank okay i can't blank in public uh kiss kiss mm. i don't i don't do pda but lately i have been though but i don't that i don't <laughs> i'm acting like it's like some kind of big social taboo and it's not. Yeah, I I get that completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Kwash, do you have something you um, don't like to do in public? Mm. 
I don't like to be in public. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. No, let me see. Like um, uh, I don't like to cough in public. That's a big mm. one. Now. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. that like uh, the case before COVID or just after? Maybe. I feel like I always start choking. You know what happens? No, it's probably a COVID thing. I'm not going to get in a long tangent. It's, let's just say it's a COVID thing. <laughs> I feel like there's a little story there, but okay. It's always a story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, Brandy, what would your instant reaction be to seeing a bachelorette party in the audience of a show? Oh, well, I perform for bachelorette parties all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, wait. That makes it sound like I'm like hired to perform for the bachelorette. <laughs> Actually, that's my favorite place to perform is bad. No, I I do some shows at the Velve and it's like on Dirty Sixth Street, you know, so a lot of times we will have people that are just like super drunk, like stumbling in from, you know, being out at a bachelorette party. Um my reaction is I just try to make them laugh. And yep. and I try and I make fun of them a little bit if they're too chatty. But usually I don't call it out because I'm just like <laughs> they if they're annoying. They'll they will announce themselves. Yeah. Otherwise I don't. I'm not usually like what's up, bachelorettes. I'm just like uh, uh-uh, they don't need any encouragement to talk. Yeah, because th- that's definitely a crowd that's mm-hmm. like ready to chant. Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot of crowd work in your stand-up? Uh, not a ton. It's something I'm trying to get better about, but, um, typically I like stick to my set and it's like, I want to, it's something I want to exercise more because it is such a great skill to have. But typically right now I only do it whenever I like need to, like if it's a very small crowd or if it's like a tight crowd and sometimes you can't just go through your set because it's going to be so uncomfortable because even if, you know, your jokes are good, if they're not laughing, you got to like break it up a little bit and you got to talk to them and it makes it so much more fun. So I do it then and I've been getting, I feel better at it and really liking it, but I want to just be able to be super confident about it. Yeah. What do you do to like get better at that? Just like practice? I think just practice. And I feel like, and also I want to talk to more comics who are really good at crowd work. Sometimes whenever I get to work at CAP and they have touring comics who are working comics, I notice that they'll do crowd work every time in the same place Mm -hmm. in their set. So they'll kind of have the same question and and it leads into their other jokes, but they always are, you know, saying something completely different, of course, because it's different people that are doing the crowd work with them. But it's just like so expert and so amazing. And it's really good about like keeping, especially if someone's doing a really long set, like keeping people's attention because and also audiences love it because they're like oh my gosh i'm part of it oh my gosh it's interactive they're talking to me so yeah Yeah. i saw jacqueline novak's show uh get on your knees Uh at state at paramount Mm -hmm. and it was really amazing i mean she's been doing that show for well over a year now. Mm -hmm. she came to austin with it last year and the whole thing is about blowjobs and sort mm-hmm. of like her reaction growing up as a woman mm-hmm. to uh, giving blowjobs mm. and like now as an adult. But the way that she interacted with the crowd in that one, it was pretty clear that it was like at those specific moments, but she never fully gave them access to inject anything other than like I'm interacting with the crowd Mm -hmm. I I don't know that whole show just like blew me away because it was so heady and so Mm -hmm. conceptual because it was like half stand-up half performance art oh yeah I don't know uh, I've been meaning to watch it because I've been hearing about it and so I'm really curious sounds good it was one of the only shows that I have seen in my entire life where I felt physically compelled to give her a standing ovation 
It was like oh, she wow. fucking landed wow. that final line in like the best way possible. And it was like uh, other force was pulling me out of my seat to. That's so her. amazing. And that's so amazing to. Uh, I feel like that's what's so cool about, you know, live performance and things is that like all those pe- you and all the people there just, you know, got to experience that together and you won't ever do it again. And um, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I felt that affected by it. It was great. I felt so inspired by it. Okay. Another question for you. Have you ever manifested something? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I feel like my eyes are big and I got so concerned. I was like, I'm just like, why? I was like, like manifest. I was like, I didn't even know I could manifest. I could manifest. That feels like I would have to be like a god. No, okay, okay. Made something happen. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a tough one. Okay, you said first thing that comes into your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My mind blinks like, um, I don't know. I manifested cabin fever comedy. Go see it at Cold Town Theater first Fridays of the month. There we Fuck go. Yeah. What's an example of manifesting something? So like, I feel like everyone's just using that term. Right oh, now, okay. Where it's like, I manifested this for myself. Oh, and I don't think around. that I have an example of that. So while I was putting these questions together, I was like, hmm, let's see if Brandy's got one. I gotta mm-hmm. say, I've been doing that weird TikTok uh, affirmation where it's like, I'm so lucky, everything, ha- every, or I'm so lucky, uh, good things happen to me or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or everything happens for a reason. I, now I'm blanking on it, of course. But every time I say that, like my day just sort of like resets. Mm-hmm. Like I, It's mm-hmm. probably just like a weird placebo effect where I'm actually doing a task that I've just been putting off and... Therefore, my day is getting a little bit better or something. But yeah, I don't know if that's the same thing as like manifesting. But like I've been doing that affirmation that I've just blanked on in talking to you two about it. I think that, yeah, that's totally like in the realm of that. But there's also an element where I think I, as someone who's also agnostic, see that as um, like a like a therapeutic thing. Of like, mm-hmm. yeah, like like I'm... You, you know, my therapist has told me things like that to say to myself. Everything works out for me. I just remembered what, what the term was. <laughs> everything that works out for me. I'm so lucky everything works out for me. That does feel like manifesting, though. It's that nice. exact phrase. Like know. positive okay. self-talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should do that. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Instead of negative. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another question for you. Uh, what is the most important thing that you learned from the last five years of your life? <laughs> <laughs> again with the eyes <laughs> my eyes got, I got scared again I am really um, I would be so good at a job interview <laughs> but this isn't that <laughs> oh gosh well I have a this question I'm most proud of in the past five years yeah well I have a question that may spark an answer yeah. to this so and I hope I'm not, in, not wrong in saying this but did you quit comedy for a second? No. No? Okay. I thought I saw like an Instagram <laughs> post or like, I'm back doing comedy. Oh, I quit during the pandemic. Oh. Yeah. I didn't okay. do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do uh, live stand-up during the pandemic until I got vaccinated um, because I'm considerate and better than, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Most proud of in the, most proud of in the past five years? Is that what you said? Or uh, What is the most important thing that you learned? Oh, most important thing that I learned in the past five years, wash your hands. I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah, wash your hands. Oh gosh, 
<laughs> I've learned nothing in the past five years. Oh gosh. No, I feel like it just <laughs> uh, like no thoughts. No thoughts. <laughs> just no thoughts. Just and you know laugh. that's that's important no, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh I mean, I guess just doing stand up. I've I've lear- I've learned so much doing stand up and I feel like I've hopefully like gotten better since I started cuz I guess I started in like 2018. Um and so I've been doing it for a little bit now. Um but I think I'm trying to learn about or trying to get better about just like doing stand-up about things that I'm excited to, to tell jokes about and to talk about instead of only just doing things that are in my comfort zone and that I know audiences will like. Because sometimes audiences really love jokes that I have that I'm so tired of telling or where I'm just like, why do they even think this is funny? Like sometimes I'll say things that everybody laughs and I'm like, y'all like that? Well, okay, well, I'll just keep saying it even though I don't care about saying it at all and I'm just pandering to you because I want you to have a good time. But um, yeah, like, and just taking more risks, um, when I'm doing shows and like trying more material that's that's newer um and yeah just about topics that maybe I don't always broach on stage but I want to and just kind of seeing what happens because I feel like audiences can tell because I'm very transparent clearly <laughs> uh that I'm not excited and then they can tell the other way because sometimes my new jokes will do so much better than old jokes and I think it's just because crowds are picking up on like oh they're clearly excited or you know have energy behind this thing they're saying yeah, that's really so important with live comedy. Like, I was doing an improv show last night, and one of the audience suggestions was Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, was it Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame? Well, it doesn't matter because in the show, I ended up saying Rock and Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I had already established contextually that we were at the Rock and Hole. And then I said Rock and Hole, and it was the first time that. that we were saying it. And I, like, uh, I think my face got bright red. Mm-hmm. I broke on stage and I just started laughing, and the mm-hmm. entire crowd broke too. Mm-hmm. And then that just became the rest of the scene. Like, mm-hmm. it no longer mattered that we were doing the audience suggestion it was like that thing in the moment but it's obviously so much trickier with stand-up because you need your structure you need uh you know your things that are going to escalate things and keep it moving in the right direction Mm -hmm. how often do you like refresh your routine well i'm trying to like work on new jokes all the time but i definitely go through periods where i'm like writing less but it's definitely tied to like how often whenever i go to open mics i make myself write more so i'm trying to like constantly have new jokes because then it's like I mean, different comics have different goals, but trying to have like a good 30, which I do have a good 30 that that I'm happy with. But then like having an hour that I feel really happy with would kind of be the goal or just and I feel like it's feels more manageable in my head to try to do like a new five or a new 10 and have a goal of like I want to have a new 10 by this month and I feel like that's really helpful because it holds me more accountable and keeps me on track otherwise I'll be like oh crap I've been saying this same 10 minutes for six months (laughs) just because it does well but I'm not growing at all Mm. so I try to pretty constantly that's awesome I was um talking to Mace earlier and I was like I I feel like I've seen Brandy somewhere Uh and I have two I tend to have three situations to where I probably have seen you. Okay. Um, you mentioned Cap City earlier. Yeah. Did you open up by chance for Vanessa Gonzalez? So not at Cap, but I did. I did feature for at Cold Town recently. Okay. I don't think it was Cold Town. Yeah. Um, okay. There's another possibility. Okay. okay. Um, there was a show called Twenty Something 
or okay. twenty something. It it was like back last summer. Okay. Um, no, well, yes, but this was here in Austin. It was okay. like a. Or in the line oh of yeah, random. I can't remember if I was on Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm on so many of the Netflix shows. It's like <laughs> no, it's, it was like a surprise lineup of comics, uh-huh. and he just showed up, and mm-hmm. I think we saw like two or three people, um, and maybe 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 could have been me. I am twenty something. There you go. I'm twenty eight. Are you on TikTok? No. Well, I have like three really bad TikToks. So that's something else I need to do. <laughs> I was like, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I need to get on TikTok. <laughs> Here to bring down the mood. <laughs> no, no, Brandy. We have you on because we want to uplift and celebrate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're like, fuck off. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ask me another extremely challenging. <laughs> Just kidding. These questions are not hard. And I'm like... <laughs> What? I'm like, whoa! I'm like, it's, it's like I've, it's almost like I've never self-reflected before, <laughs> and I haven't. <laughs> I'm uh, thinking for the first time. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't worry. Queer time it. therapy session. Yeah, mm-hmm. our new segment. Uh, every episode, <laughs> if we're being honest with ourselves. Mm. Um, Okay, now I'm feeling guilty. I hope, no, no, I hope no. I'm just giving you a hard. I'm just giving you a hard time because I'm being weird. <laughs> we love it. Yeah, yeah. Keep Austin weird, right? Um, okay, uh, we'll see how you do with this one. If your bio had to be a restaurant here in Austin, what would you choose? Okay, first thing that comes to mind, uh, Bolden Creek Cafe. Oh, okay, yeah. But now I have to give a reason. Um, <laughs> I would say because I'm fun, flirty, and cheap, <laughs> and and I want everybody, no matter their dietary restrictions, <laughs> to be able to be chums with me. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. And because everything on the menu is delicious, everything about me is tasty and good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm gonna stop now. No, I think what you've said so far tracks based off of the Brandy Davis that I know. Okay, well, thank you so much. <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> Kristen, do you have an answer for this one? If I if my bio was a restaurant in Austin? Yeah. I don't know if I do. Maybe I was going to say Jimmy John's. <laughs> I have no reason for it being Jimmy John's. Wait. John. <laughs> okay. I, I think we need to like redirect this like uh, <laughs> confusion light on you. <laughs> like w- w- Jimmy John. <laughs> I think you're better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that free smell sign. Oh. It, I, think, I think that's genius. Like, come in and enjoy our smells. That's what I want for people. I don't want them to enjoy my smells. Hold on. Let me, let me back up. You yeah. have to sniff you. <laughs> if you see me on the street, don't come sniff me, please. Um, but, like, I think, like, free hugs is where I'm trying to get in. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. don't want you to come hug me either. But... <laughs> But I like hugs, just not from strangers. Yeah, they they should ask. Everyone should ask. Everyone should ask. Yeah. I'm gonna give a better answer. <laughs> As you put the <laughs> mic down, <laughs> should it be an Austin restaurant? I feel like that mm-hmm. is where you were going, and I just said like a chain restaurant. Um, I don't got one. You okay. know what? I'm just gonna tap out. Yeah, moving on. No worries. I'm really glad that you struggled with that because it makes me feel less alone. (laughs) (laughs) No one should feel alone here. I honestly don't know if I could answer that one because my initial thought was going to be Matt Del Rancho, which I feel like is sort of a diss to myself. You know what? I got one. Historic, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? 
historic and yeah like I, i'm from austin i've been around a while yeah i've never been there but you know where i have been where's that <laughs> that little re- revolving sushi bar oh kira yeah yeah that's me I'm always oh. going. Uh, <laughs> always going. going. Always revolving. That's a good one. That is a good one. That is good. Thank yeah. You. And it's a good spot to go We're to. I'm just going to cut my previous answer right on out of here. <laughs> yeah. It never happened. Beauty of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> take out the human qualities. <laughs> you only have perfect answers. Yeah. Y'all can take out all of my wide eyed. Um, um, the one. What happened to me in the past five years? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I had one question, but I'm definitely not going to answer that one. Oh, no, you <laughs> okay, whatever nice question you have, I'm going to answer with confidence. <laughs> yes. <and> pres- <laughs> yes. Are you uh, okay? You're sticking to that. Yeah. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Define queer. <laughs> Hot as hell. There we go. Yeah, no yes, notes. No, no notes. Uh, hot and cool. That's the definition of queer. Mm-hmm. Honestly, cool. yeah, hot and cool. Yeah. Room for room for both. Mm-hmm. Room for all. Um, okay. okay, I did it, and that was a good way to approach. <laughs> so I, yeah, you, I don't need to think outside about it. Like, you don't. Yeah, th- these are meant to be uh, fun, poppy responses. Okay, is gaydar a real thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And some people have it and some people just don't. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, I think that person's gay. And I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> that person is not hot or cool enough to be gay. But, but then sometimes people will be like, I'm straight, but everything about them screams gay. And I'm like, not the kind of person to be like, you're gay. Um, unless people have like <laughs> said things to me where I'm like, you're saying that you're gay. But mm-hmm. just you're not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you're you're saying it, but you're not saying it. Yeah, but otherwise, I like I like for people. I just they're like, oh, I identify as straight, and I'm like, okay, like I'm kind of like taking her. I'm like, okay, Dyke. And then five years later, they're <laughs> married to a woman or whatever. Yep. That happens to me a lo- quite often. I, I think I have gaydar. Yeah, I I think I have gaydar too. And there's quite a few people where I meet them, and it's like, you know, I just feel like like you're not fully like landing on the truth quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes they're not ready yet. Sometimes they're not, yeah. To each their own. Uh, okay, you just hard-launched your relationship on socials. Mm-hmm. Before doing that, did you have a photo of your partner saved to share with friends? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, I had, like, little uh, go-to pictures on her Instagram that I would show people, and just, like, if she sent me, like, a cute photo. Um yeah, because I would always be like, because, you know, I was kind of excited, like a little giddy. So then I'd always be like, want to see a picture? <laughs> so, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's so natural to do that mm-hmm. moment. And then people always want to see it. They're like, yes, because people are curious. Oh, yeah. Cats. Whenever a friend of mine is like, oh, I went on a third date. I'm like, OK, show me a photo. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to see. Even sometimes if they're just excited for the mm-hmm. first date, I'm like, show me a photo. Yeah, because love isn't blind. Love is not blind. <laughs> That's <yet>. my take. <laughs> Wish it was. Um, <laughs> cutting that one out. <laughs> um, okay, last question. I'm scrolling. I think I've asked most of these. Okay, yeah, here we go. Uh, describe the last time you crushed on stage. Oh, last time I crushed. Um, the last that I felt really confident about um, and had so much fun doing was like featuring for um, Vanessa Gonzalez at um, Coltown. 
uh, I was like super honored that she asked me to feature for her because I'm like a huge uh, fan and she's such an Austin legend and I truly think she's one of the best comics like working right now. Not just saying because like, she's from Austin and then I know she's her, incredible. but she's incredible. And every time I watch her perform, I think like, oh my gosh, one day I want to be that good if I ever can. And also that she just seems like someone who is meant to do stand up. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I got to feature for her and her crowd was really fun and generous. And I also... And even though I wanted to do Super Bowl, I incorporated some newer jokes and I did like all of the newer jokes that I wanted to do because I got to a longer set and they all worked. And that and so I just had so much fun because I felt like I was, you know, doing my job and also like growing and also got to work with that's I think my my new favorite part of doing stand up is like getting to work with people that I deeply admire that I, I would have told baby Brandy like you're like I got to work with Beth Stelling uh, this year. And if, if someone were told like, Baby Brandy, you're going to get to feature for Best Selling. I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> Not a chance. Uh, but I've gotten to, and it's, and it's, yeah, it's been very rewarding. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. Well, I would also argue that you crushed this appearance on Queer Town. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was fun. We did laugh a lot. <laughs> I'm so glad. Laughs were had, yeah, in all the right places, too. No thought, <laughs> just laugh. <laughs> exactly. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the title of this episode. No thoughts, just laugh with Brandy Davis. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that's all we got time for. Uh, for this episode of Queer Town. Thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you at home, stay hot and cool. Bye, y'all. Hi, okay, I know I just left, but I just had a thought. I was pretty confident that I would sur survive some, like, horrible, catastrophic, like, global catastrophe, like the zombie apocalypse, uh, when we were recording just now. That's false. Like, I don't know where that fucking came from, but we all know that I would trip and fall flat on my ass, like, day three. Like, I would make it three days. Maybe 30 days. But I, I guarantee you, the way I'd go out would be some dumb way. And it's like, oh, she tripped. Oh, she slipped off a, off, off a building. <laughs> like... I don't know where, what kind of confidence I was leaning into during that interview, but there's no fucking way I would, I would survive that. Well, that's all, folks. Queer Town is a Hey Kerwick production. Each episode is lovingly produced by yours truly and Kristen Washington. Our editor is Drewski Hewlett, and our project manager is Elizabeth Easterly. Visit Queertown on Instagram and Twitter for more updates on today's episode. Thanks for being here, and thanks for being queer. Bye, babes. Bye.